but it, yes, I was just saying to Adam and Dan before you joined, I would rather work there than in my current job, even if I had to indirectly fund atrocities. I mean, even you have to funding, directly fund. Enabled, what, what about if you had to directly fund and enable? It's still preferable. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> as long as they put my name on the on the side of the, the bomb that lands on somebody, I, I don't mind that. You just want to get the credit. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I've seen a film with <laughs> um, uh, Jonah Hill in it about um, oh, yes. people who uh, sell weapons. And, Is it Moneyball? Uh, it wasn't. It's something like that, but it wasn't hmm. that. It looked like a lot of fun. Warball. Warball. I think that was what it was called. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just. It, I don't. I don't envy the the going through the jobs, the interview bit. Like I find the whole like sort of dance around like screenings and interviews and like second interviews and like can you come in and do a dance for us to show us mm. how you, much you want to work for us and it just mm. like, it drives yeah. me nuts having to do that i don't i don't especially mind it i i think i do quite well in interviews generally um but i just find it mentally exhausting so i had one yeah. at lunchtime and then after that i thought well i think that's my brain done for the day but then i had to sort of recharge it to have another one at half past five so I don't find it mentally exhausting, but I fi- my, I can't I can't talk mm. for that long. Like when because when, the problem is the interviews tend to be like just nonstop you talking. Yeah, and and like it get uh, the the one that I had for this role that I haven't started yet was like forty five minutes, and by the end of it, I was really struggling just not to cough continuously while my throat started to bleed. It was. Mm. Horrible, and I think like I think collapsing in a pool of blood because you've had to talk for forty-five minutes might cause you to fail some of their screening processes. Why that like, would what, probably what? be a red flag for me? Yeah, <laughs> which, if I was interviewing somebody. Which part of my role is going to involve me needing to talk for forty-five minutes to I think a not, group of people again? I don't. I don't think most people view that as a strenuous activity. And that's, it's not yeah, about being strenuous. It's just like talk, talking nonstop for like forty-five minutes is difficult. And if you're not used to doing it, it will fuck up your voice. There is a reason that like people who do speaking for a living, whether that's like commentating or presenting or whatever else, do like vocal exercises and they warm up their vocal cords before they do stuff. And like in the case of like people who do commentary for like you know, an entire day, what have you? They tend to use uh, artificial enhancements to think, uh, stop their throat just getting fucked up. Okay, I think that's so that's complete bullshit. I think that's just propaganda from Big Lozenge. <laughs> you see, the problem right. with Big Lozenge is very difficult to swallow. <laughs> Do, well should we should we warm our voices up before podcasting? La 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 la, like that. And that's what we're mm. doing right now. Mm. Mm. But the difference yeah, the is... The problem like, is we do it, it for an hour and then we stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also, the four of us, like, it's rare that just one person monologues for an hour. I mean, if you point... I can engage in a meeting for, like, an hour. That's not a problem. But there the interview are, thing is because like, you're talking constantly. There are definitely episodes where I have monologued for an hour. 
what what kind of interviews are there that you're just talking constantly for 45 minutes what kind I mean, of questions I mean, like, do they not ask? like literally non-stop but like most of it is the, the problem is when you're doing technical interviews the way that stuff tends to get phrased is very much right so it says here in your cv you've done x tell us literally everything you have ever done with this technology and every way you have implemented it and you then just have to like talk for like 10 minutes straight about everything that you've done um mm-hmm. and then you'll get like so, okay um, and how about oh so why? graham and it- right i okay I good still don't think it's good that um that that forty five minutes is a um is 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 having such a toll on you. Well, well no, it's not so much the the speaking; it's the the fact that you have to be like the, you have to sort of be switched on and operating at hundred percent. You have to pretend to be an adult, a proper person. Yeah, proper like you person. want to actually work at the place that you're applying to work at, yeah. rather than it simply yeah. being a job that will pay you money. I can do it, it just takes a lot out of me. I'm just quite glad that I didn't have to, haven't had so far had to deal with a lot of the like, so why do you want to work for our company? Um, Because the truthful answer is, well, I I don't. I was thinking that you might want to give me some money. Yeah, Um, I I have no particular... It seems reasonable for me to give you some labour in return. Yeah, there was no reason I chose you other than you were advertising a job and it paid well. Mm. So I've not done any research. I've not looked into your company's values. I just, if you're willing to pay me to do work, I will reluctantly accept. So I, mean, I have a slightly less mercenary approach. Um, I've applied for jobs that I think I might enjoy and get satisfaction from. Oh, well, look at you! It's mostly money, surely, isn't it? <laughs> it's absolutely a privileged position. It must mostly be money, though. It is mostly money. Yeah. yeah. So well, it, I need it's to also know. Just it wouldn't be where I am now, so I would be less sad. So yeah, that is, that is so, a big factor. The, the money's obviously important. Like you're not going, you, you want to do something you enjoy, preferably, yeah. but also you'd like to get paid lots of money for it. So yeah, Adam, when you when you're doing these interviews, do you, do you just stop the interviewer from asking any questions? Is that why you've talked nonstop for forty five minutes? No, no, no. Like, but, but, but he just, yeah, he just filibusters. I've been, I've been trying to ask a question. <laughs> so I'm trying to ask you why you want to work here, and you just keep banging on about money. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is is your job, your current job, has it suddenly got worse, or has it slowly got worse, or has it always um, been awful? No, it's it's been it's been a boiling frog, um, right? But uh, I would say around about a year ago, I went to my manager with a list of things that were pissing me off, Demons. and it, it's all gradually got to the point where something that was something that would have minor, been a minor irritation the yeah. previous year became a quitting issue. And if you could, I couldn't get through a week without something happening that made me think, well, fuck it, I'm going to quit then. I thought, well, maybe now's a good time to move on. Or maybe a year ago would have. But yeah, I, went, I went with I this list well. of, yeah, I went with this list of things that were pissing me off. And he said, and, and but I sort of went in knowing that he couldn't really directly fix any of them. And uh, I think he shared a lot of the same issues. So he said, "Right, let's. Uh, I want. I'll take this to senior management. I can't just go with a list of this is bad, this is bad. What can we do to rectify it?" So we sort of came up with some solutions. And then 
senior management were very sympathetic. He said, "Oh yeah, we, we don't want people feeling like this. They they have to be feel valued. They have to feel like they 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 want to come to work." And then they proceeded to do nothing for a year. Um, and so then, I, yeah, I had um, he he sent me a message on Slack before I went on the interview at lunchtime, just saying, "Can you give me a quick call when you've got five minutes?" So I said, "I'm just on another call, so I'll, I'll give a shout afterwards." So I, I did that, and then. Uh, yeah, I called him afterwards and he said, oh, right, I need to let you know, I've handed in my notice today. And I thought, this is brilliant. <laughs> uh, so I said, so he sort of explained the reasons. and But he knows that he's going to suddenly dump a load more shit on me. And he knows that I'm fed up already. And I could see that he was feeling a bit guilty about that. I said to him, right, just so you know, and this isn't on the record yet, I've just come off an interview. I've got another one this afternoon and another one tomorrow. So... I will shortly be joining you. <laughs> he was like, well, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out then, isn't it? Mm. But we've, yeah, we've both been telling him for a year that they need to change stuff and nobody has, so we both just got to point of, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone else? Like, are you the only person under him? Like, directly, I mean. Yes, and then there's everybody else is under me. So gonna be double a lot fun, of it man. is naturally going to fall onto me. Um. So, but they'll, they'll so they'll want to put me into his position. So I've now got his bosses coming to talk to me tomorrow, and I think I can. I'm essentially treating it as a pre-exit interview, um, just to say everything that I think is wrong with the company, and then say, and I'm going. I'd like to know how you're going to address all of this. And best case, they give me his job, and I get more money for a month, and then I hand in my notice. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. I think yeah. it's quite funny. It, it is. is quite funny. But yeah, it's like when one, I, of, one of the things that was making me really question whether I should now be leaving was knowing that basically all the shit that I came off me would get dumped on him. So knowing that that now isn't going to happen uh, is quite a weight off me as well. So that's quite nice. Yeah. yeah, it is. There is, like, no matter how hard you try, there is always going to be that guilt of, like, well, somebody yeah. else is going to have to deal with this. And, like, while you may hate working somewhere because you've got fed up with it, like, yeah. it's rare that you hate everyone you're working with well, as yeah, well. yeah, exactly. The, like, the people in my team in Lincoln, I, I get on really well with them. A lot of them are my mates. And mm. the team is really good. It's just all of the corporate nonsense above us and nothing getting fixed. And so it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's so often the case, though, because, you know, sometimes you work in a, you know, somewhere and, like, everyone you work with is shit most mm. of the time. Like mm. most of the people that you work with are pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. But just everything goes catastrophically wrong above it. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully in the next couple of weeks I will have a new job. Nice. So. Well, I'm supposed to have a new job, and it was supposed to start today. Mm. Um, is this a new job, new job, or just a new contract? No, th- so this is a new contract working for the same company yeah. as an outsource provider. Um, so because I, I finished at Deutsche Bank um, – the end of last year because mm. uh, they kicked us all out and it was that bizarre situation where like nobody seemed to be in the slightest bit concerned and they that that we were going that they weren't renewing mm. our contract and they should have been shitting themselves yeah um but i don't know what i haven't heard any updates from them as to how much on how how on fire everything is since we left um one assumes there's a lot of active ndas going on probably um, but then, like, so that was had December off, and then January, I was just like, "This is really boring." Like, because we're not doing anything. Like, you, mm. you're, you're ostensibly on the bench, and you're supposed to be doing training and stuff. But there's nothing to do. Just mm. like, um, 
sitting around your ass doing nothing. But so you have to like, and shit. Well, you have to kind of be around. That's the problem. It's that kind mm-hmm. of not quite freedom, where it's yeah. like I'm not. I haven't got anything to do, but also I've got to be available if they, you know, somebody wants to message me or whatever. I can't just fuck off and do something else. So, anyways, I called, basically went to my boss and said, like, I'm, I'm bored. I'm going to leave and go and do something different. Um, and this got kind of fed up the chain, and I got a phone call from his boss saying, like, please give us another chance. We'll find you something. Um, I was like, fine, have a look. Um, and he, and so anyway, they found me this this gig. And they were like, "Will you? Can you interview for it?" I'm like, "Sure, why not? Go for it." Um, and it genuinely sounds quite good. Like it's for another financial organization, but it's smaller, and like it actually seems like there'll be some interesting work to do, mm. and that they can actually do things. Like they're actually the the bank, the 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 whatever they are, technically a bank, whatever, are like they actually seem to like go. We'd like things to be better, please. Mm. And then. Novel. And then the team that they put together, when they come back and say, okay, well, if we do this, things will get better. They've been saying, okay, we can do that then. Whereas at Deutsche Bank, it was like, we want things to be better. And it's like, okay, uh, how about we do this? No. How about well, we they, yes, no, It's, it's no. very important that you know we're not going to do anything to make it better, yeah, but we it, do it, want it to be. It, it was it yeah. was 100% that. Like Nobody was willing to actually do any of the things that would have made anything better. Um, so like it seems like it's it like could be it's going to be quite a good role, um, but I'm supposed to be starting on uh, today, and I got a phone call on Friday going like oh yeah the paperwork got all fucked up and wasn't in in time so now you can't start until probably next Monday. Um, uh, weeks a week, but they're based down in London. I'm going to have to periodically visit. Uh, you get on the lash, we're done. You can. can. That's what happens um, if I, whenever I go to London. Yeah, well, I've said to them that um, obviously I'll pay for travel, and I said to them like, I said to Belle like, if I'm going down there, then uh, I'm probably going to need a hotel. Um, I get them to give you hundred quid for a hotel, cash, and then stay with them. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. on, oh, that was my that was what I was thinking. Booze. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Plan. get them to give you a stipend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see how that that pans out. But it's not it's not going to be regular because they they originally wanted two days a week in the office, and I was like, fuck that. I'm not, mm. not 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 commuting to London two days a week. Mm. Um, Jesus. And so they were like, "Well, but they've got this really expensive office in London. And they want people in two days a week, so they can justify the cost." Well, it's important that Pret doesn't go out of business, isn't it? So. Well, exactly. Um, but then they were like, "Well, we could just do you as a fully remote worker." I was like, "Well, mm. do that then." It's like, but then we can't build them as much. Because mm. you know, it's like, well, okay, I appreciate that, but the alternative is not building them at all. So. Yes. In that in that context, it might be worth doing. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. Um, but like, I've just been so bored. I really have. the last last like month. I've just been. Just, it's horrible. It really is having nothing to do. Have you considered driving a lorry to um, the south of Italy? Because that's pretty much what I've been doing every day at work uh, this year, and well, it's much more interesting. Well, firstly, than my actual job. But secondly, than just sort of sitting there, uh, just hating my actual job. Uh, well, I mean, I have been. Uh, I ha- uh, this week I have been solving crimes in mm. uh, retro futuristic city. Nice. So that was Playing quite good. Cyberpunk. 
No, um, the, the Steam Steam are doing one of their like next fest things where they have all the demos of games, and there's yeah. one that they're following a while called Shadows of Doubt, and it's mm. like a procedurally generated um, like murder mystery slash PI kind of thing. So it, it basically randomly generates crimes and events for you to investigate yeah. and try and solve um, in this kind of slightly weird like 1980s cyberpunk city um, the 80s is the best cyberpunk yeah so it's 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 quite fun it's very buggy in a lot of ways um the first time i successfully solved the murder i figured out what was going on uh, i i basically did like a 1471 uh on the guy the murder victim's telephone number was it 141 whichever yeah it was 1471 yeah, yeah. wasn't it the, mm-hmm. the like who called last um yeah. like looked looked up the number in his address book and it was somebody in his address book so with with the address, so I popped around to their house and there were two people there. I was like, well, I know one of you is the murderer, but I don't know which. So mm. I couldn't figure out how to prove which one it was. So I beat both of them unconscious and searched their, <laughs> searched their apartment, um, found the gun with their fingerprints on, um, and so was then able to solve the case. I think that's... Uh, it wasn't my proudest moment. Pretty good but- way of, of approaching it. Yeah, it's a very Met Police yeah, I approach. So. Well, you, I mean, um, you didn't sexually assault anybody. Well, maybe you did. I don't know. I, mm. I, I couldn't figure out which button did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's it could if if they can sort it out so it's not so horribly buggy, it'll be really good fun. Um, mm. I have been enjoying just kind of like wandering around the city, investigating crimes to solve crimes. Well, I mean, when it comes to it, yes, but mostly the, the investigating the crimes bit. So it's sort of like reverse Batman simulator. Uh no. Because Batman it's like also Arkham City or Arkham Knight, you beat the people up and then you solve the crime. Yeah, but I mean the the two I mean are kind of the, the beating people up is just a thing that he does, you know, in between solving crimes. That's, That's just it. a hobby. Yeah. Um you know, the 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 non lethally beating them up. He definitely does. I should play Arkham City again. I miss just casual, stylized violence. I played Gotham Knights, mm. which isn't an Arkham game, and I knew that going into it, but it just made me think I wish I was playing an Arkham game all the way through. Yeah. Have you played any of the Spider-Mans? Uh, I've no. got Miles Morales, and I've started playing it, but... It's on Gemma's PlayStation, and every time I need to press a button, I have to decode a hieroglyph to work out which button it is because it keeps saying, like, <laughs> press square. It's like, I fucking know what square is. Just tell me to press X or Y. Fucking they stupid are thing. The, I've played I played both of them. I've got them on the PS4. Um, well, you can get them on PC now. Um, and they are really good. They're, they're, like, they, the combat is very Arkham, mm. um, but with yeah, Spider-Man, obviously. The, uh, um, and, like, the... the, the Swinging around the city, the traversal is great fun because mm. um, you are Spider Man. So obviously, it's I great am fun. Spider Man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want something Arkham-y, then mm. I can recommend the Spider Men's. Okay. I have been playing oh, F One Manager twenty twenty two, which is oh, no. quite. How are you good. managing? Uh, pretty decent. Um, I put a lot of. I'm in my second season, and I put a lot of. Um, re- my development effort into my second season's cast. And now I'm in McLaren. I was, I got two podiums in year one and now I'm sort of 
able to fight for wins, but I'm not quite as fast as Ferrari or Red Bull. It's, yeah, that's quite quite good fun. Is it uh, accurately simulating Ferrari's terrible tactical ability? No, it's not particularly deep, unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Just like randomly putting the wrong wheels on. Hmm. Have you uh, been beating anybody up or getting a new job, Chris? No. I have a what job. What have you been doing? I don't want a new job. I don't really want sure? the job I've got, but I'll stick <laughs> with it. Um, that's my job status. I if have you beat got... somebody at your job, then you'd have to get a new one. So you could do both. Yes, I suppose. I have got Valentine's related story that I would like to secure your alibis in relation to, or at least your okay. set the record straight. Should um, anyone contact me regarding my Valentine's activities? Okay. Because uh, um, so you'd like us to lie to the police for you? Uh, no, no. I'd You're like getting you our to... story straight. I'd like, yeah, yeah. I want to get my story straight. I want this on yeah, record. Okay. You can tell yeah. as many people as possible that um, I have sent two Valentine's Day cards this year. One to your wife, one to Hayden. Uh, no, no. Both to Hayden. Um, <laughs> I, different names. I have sent two Valentine's cards uh, to some little boys. Right. <laughs> that's, yes, that's absolutely fine. Okay, I'm immediately. Regretting well, they sound, involved in this. See, it sounds bad, doesn't it? Now, this is why I need to... to, yeah. to um, it does sound quite bad, Chris. Right. I need to preemptively get my statement out to the media. So you'd like to just assure everybody, including the police, that you're not a pedo? Is that... I'd like to control the narrative. I believe that's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, it's good so to get out ahead of the story, isn't it? I, yeah. I have... I have sent um, some Valentine's cards to to two little boys, mm-hmm. um, but the context is that um, someone else made me do it. <laughs> right. Okay. And the further context, you were coerced. Was, yes, I was. The further Did context it, was it a bigger is, boy that made you do it? <laughs> no, it was. Um, uh, it was the mother of the officer? little boys. <laughs> Um, okay, so she's in on it as well. She wrote the cards and yes. she put them on my desk whilst I was on my computer phone to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at them and they, they looked like they'd been written by someone that was absolutely deranged. Mm. And I thought, well, what, what, I must what have done what's this. going on here? <laughs> and she said, you live in Bridport. I need these to be posted in Bridport. And um, I initially thought that perhaps it was work-related in some way, um, right. but uh, it transpired that she sends Valentine's cards to her children. How old okay. are these children? I don't know. I guess between five and ten years old, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not sure if that makes it better or worse, but the context is useful. No. I think it depends if is it a saucy card. That's the well. I don't know. I've not seen the contents of the card. Oh, so okay. So oh, you've been, my, just been given a brown envelope. And my finger. Oh, okay. So when you it. said, so when you said you sent it to the children, like I thought you'd like you, she'd given you these cards. You'd signed them, 
and then uh, posted them to children. Oh, that was where my, my hmm. head was at. So, so no. what you actually mean is you've posted some Valentine's cards that are going to go yeah. uh, to some children. He's got his but DNA touched, on an envelope. So I've touched going all of the outsides of the, the I mean, that, cards. That's, yeah, but I mean, that's and, it's, it's an important differentiator. Like, if you've not actually written and signed it yourself. That that'd be a key bit of evidence. Is were his fingerprints mm. found inside or just yeah? You're fa- you're on facilitating something horrendous, yeah. but you're not yeah. directly doing it. Did you have to seal them with uh, your own a loving kiss. kiss, or had she done that? I would already uh, done with with sellotape. A sellotape. What kind of a monster is she? <laughs> well, here's the thing I don't understand. Is she said, "Well, I I want my children to get Valentine's cards." But mm. And they're just you such losers that no one's going to send them one normally. Mm. But she'd written them. She'd written them um, with in blood. I guess her non-writing hand to right. make the handwriting really, really bad. Yes. So, so a, like these, child. these children are getting Valentine's cards with from somebody with awful penmanship. Yeah. But they were they were basically identical. So, are they not going to look at these cards and think? We've got the same Valentine's cards. Have the it's same one, secret admirer. One mystery Ooh, we, person. This is this, this is an easy threesome. Sent these from Bridport. Mm. Um, and if so if what, they're not bright enough to realise that it's the same writing, yeah. why are they going to check the postcode? Yeah, I mean, so so it's presumably she wants it to have a Bridport postmark. Just postmarks not a even post, still a just thing. Just not a postmark that w- would be associated easily with her. And why did she want it to be Bridport? Um, I don't think she. I don't think she got an alibi for Bridport. I don't think she really wanted it to be Bridport. It was just somewhere she else. Them just yeah. a, a different to, place. It was. It was a spur of the moment thing that she thought. Ah, this the will. Crime of passion. Will, yes. This will throw them off the scent if these come from Bridport. Because there's yeah. no way that they'll, there's no way that they'll piece it together. They'll never we believe that something I mean, Bridport could fancy them. Yeah, and as, as it'll get delivered by horse and cart, it'll be obvious that it's not from. Mm. Yeah, I will say, person. Chris, I, I think you've been very, very wise in getting on the record ahead of ahead of time. Yeah, that's what I thought. Control the yeah, narrative because when the children naturally freak out and the dad reports it to the police. Yeah, they're going to find your fingerprints on the envelope. Yeah, and, and the Bridport postmark, so I'll know where to look. Yeah, yeah. So this and is this is thing. pretty damning, isn't it? Well, they just bring the envelopes to Bridport, and the postmaster will know who posted them. Yes. Yeah. 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 He would smell it and say, "Yeah, it smells like a Chris Moyles." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Hmm. So you've got to be. That reminds me, I was going to write a quiz for this week's episode of which Dorse God are you? Because we sort of started discussing Dorse Gods and then we never did anything with it, but it's been burning a hole in the back of my brain ever since. What are Dorse Gods? They're Dorset Gods. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, like, Pippin is the Dorse God of Cider. Um, PC Barry Applecork is not technically, strictly speaking, a god. But he is uh, filling in for the god of cybercrimes. Um, and I haven't really thought it out beyond that, but I think there's a rich seam of uh, of content. If, if I only I had the creative energy to mine gods. it. I think a Dorse god would be... Uh, I think they'd be largely benevolent. Mostly pissed. Yeah. Yeah. 
They they are all simultaneously yeah. the the god of their own thing and the god of cider. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> but like you, you can get like angry drunk, um, and you can also like get uncomfortable stomach effects from cider. So, like they wouldn't just be benevolent. Like one of them would be the god of like the cider shits, and one of them would be the god of. I think I take like, it as read that they're all. It's implied they're all also the gods of cider shits. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's no malice. Cider, it's just cider wind. Yeah. Win. Well, yeah. I think all, but all of the negative effects of cider are um you know a trade off for the delicious taste, aren't they? Unless it's horrible yeah. cider. In which case they're trade off for the lovely drunken feeling. <sighs> but maybe uh when I get a new job I'll uh, be less drained emotionally and spiritually and I'll be able to write stuff like that. So what is the Dorse god of Valentine's Day. Um, or perhaps the I think Dorse that would god be romance. The Dorse god of romance, I would say, is probably um, Terry. Seems like a good name for a Dorse god of romance, and he's the Dorse god of shouting at somebody's window while they're asleep on your way home from the pub. Yes, I like that. I think that's which is very romantic. I think it's the most romantic thing you can do. Your dad yeah. did that to your mum on the uh, night before his wedding, didn't he, Chris? I yeah, kind of. Is that, I thought you told me that, that was a, that was a thing that he had done. He decided to go and shout his love for, and yeah. was told to go away by her by her parents. Well, probably not by not probably not by my mum's dad because he was also in the impromptu foot race organised. Oh, I see. Right. So he would. I would hope would have been slightly behind trailing my dad in that race. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I yeah. think as uh, the father of the bride, it's your duty to let the groom win in a foot race with you, isn't it? Yeah. That's the ultimate sort of sign that you accept him. I finished Modern Family now, and I liked all of the things that Phil did to try and get Al Bundy's approval. Mm. And, uh, thought it's really nice that I don't give a shit about having Gemma's dad's approval. I think I broadly have it, but I also wouldn't care if I didn't, so it's quite a nice position to be in. Yeah. Everyone wants free stuff. I'm not sure that's in any way relevant to what I just said. Oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> approval like, is want, for free. Want, oh, okay, right, approval, yeah. You don't want to pay for it. Oh, oh, I see what you mean, yeah. I don't, yes. I don't want to earn it. Yeah. I don't want to earn anything, I just want to be given it. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Yeah. So, Dan, any can we give you any career advice? Would you like to confess to sending Valentine's oh, yeah. cards to would, anyone? Yeah, would you like no, to pre-confess I to any crimes? Happily have no crimes to confess to. This is disappointing. Um, yeah, I should do some more. You need to step it up, Dan. Yeah, mm. I'm on the side down. I am admiring Adam's Unabomber look as he says, says that. Look, it is cold in my house, and so I am wearing a hoodie that is keeping me warm. Yeah, for so I have to put the heating on and pay £9,000 an hour to keep my room warm. Yeah. Um, no, I've been very wholesome lately. It's, um, frankly, yeah, disappointing. I've, I've let so why, why is there no choir this week? Were you um, expelled last week for your actions? Oh, it's half term. 
Right. Why are you oh, going God. to things that are, are, you... that are dictated by half tones? Are you going to a school choir, Dan? No, it's just like all is, quiet, the, I thought you said you didn't have any crimes to confess to. Chris is sending back to his little boys and you're there. singing. This, this, yeah, but the significant the significant part in that was the confess to. Like it didn't at no point did he say that he didn't have any crimes. Okay, fair point. That is a good loophole, yeah. I mean, none that I can remember about would be um, a more accurate way of putting it. Um, uh, crimes well, against Melody? Uh, in, one of the others in the choir? No, I sang pretty okay last week. It was, it was quite good. Uh, do you sing, I would imagine, baritone? Well, bass. Deep, rumbly. Yeah. Uh, what's lowest? Can you sing for us now? Lowest? I don't know. Why don't you know? You go to a choir, you should know the words. Yeah, but it's a folk choir. They don't bother with like posh terms, just like high, low, oh, in the middle. I thought you were going to say they don't bother with words. <laughs> <laughs> we do some, some songs without words, yes, but most of them have words. <laughs> Is it um, like a glee choir where you do a little bit of beatboxing and you put like a light show and you, you dance and stuff no. as well? And 30 seconds after handing out the, the lyrics, everybody yeah. can do it perfectly yeah, 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 yeah. and dance around. And um, no. like you help people process their emotional turmoil of the week by singing a song that helps them figure everything out. Does that sound like me? This this is what I am going to just assume your choir is. So it's not. It'd be um, easier for you if it was. Although entertainingly, um, our usual choir leader is on maternity leave at the moment, and so we've got a substitute in, um, and she is literally a primary school teacher. Which is very entertaining because there is a slight school choir vibe to it at the moment, which is okay. no, because of all the school children. <laughs> no, there are no school children. It's the fact that it's in a school. <laughs> no, it's in a church. <laughs> I mean, Why are you allowed in a church? That shouldn't be. In Venice, it is a very um, open-minded church. Like, so okay. they don't mind if you what does that mean? What, 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 what are you alluding is to? It- is it, is it is it a very like, Church of England? Is it a very Church of England church? Like is well, it is it like a you know mostly a, a church hall, but with sort of a small chapel attached to it? Yes, exactly. In between bake sales. Yes, um, the the nominal vicar um, wears like trainers with his um, like shirt. Oh, it's a cool, clothes. trendy vicar. I love that. Yeah, yeah. But what he he also takes that a bit further. Does in... he sit backwards on chairs? Yeah, I was just about no, to he, ask he's, that. He's married to a dude, um, which is obviously a bit controversial. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, is he not they... read Leviticus? Jeez, he's 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 in for a rude awakening when he dies, isn't he? Well, as I say, they um, they take a different view. And, they cherry uh, yes, pick. They yeah. Yes, they have lots of um, signs off of like uh, we do inclusive ser- services. That uh, yes, no judgment here. If you don't like Welcome it, fuck off. Flavors of LGBT and that kind of thing. And uh, I feel like no judgment is very much against the general vibe of religion. Mm, yeah. Well, yes. Is there anything that he is or the church is um, kind of weirdly intolerant of? Not as far as I can tell. I mean, I don't go for the church services. I've just them a couple of times. Okay, I just wondered because you like you. It's much easier to define yourself based on 
what you see yourself as not being and what your enemies are, isn't it? I guess. So like a lot of right wing institutions define themselves based on what they're not. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you so, mean. So yeah. um do they do they ever define what they're not? I think right wing institutions. Right. And well they are an institution, are parts they? of the church. Yeah. So do Rebel you sing church. religious songs? No. Alright. It's just what so you're just abusing points? the facilities of the uh Yeah, yeah. The church it's, it's like there's church. A, a yoga group that meets in the main hall while we're in the chapel thing so you're not affiliated no okay sorry say that again there's a there's a yodel group yoga yoga group love it. if oh, you okay. joined a yodel group i would love that <laughs> i think if you, told me, if, you, if you told me you did yodeling that would sit better in my mind than you singing in a sort of vocal Jazz choir, not school choir. Jazz, you know what I mean? It's school choir, yeah. But I think you just told me, oh, I can't go, I can't podcast now. I've got yodeling practice. I was just saying, yeah, okay, fair enough. Dan, I need to Dan's a yodeler. I feel uh, like it's the kind of thing you'd need to practice at, to be fair. Like, you know, you, you can't just. No, I, I, I think that would be a natural thing. I would be expressly forbidden from practicing. Well, I think, yeah, I think mm, you can certainly have some natural attitude, but. I mean, you haven't got a lot of like uh, unstable, like you know, slopes near you in central London that you might accidentally trigger an avalanche. Well, we live on the side of a hill. I could trig- trigger subsidence in some of the houses up the road. Oh, that would be good. Mm, not really. They're nice people. Wait for a good news story. Maybe you could yodel in such a way to reverse subsidence, and uh, that, that could be how you earn your fortune. Send it back up. That the hill. would be amazing. I would like that. Yeah, yodel people's houses back together. Hmm. Would you um would you like that to be your superpower? I was just thinking that. Like on the one hand you'd be like, Woo, I have a superpower. Isn't that amazing? And then you're on the other hand, it's like, yeah, it's yodeling based and it just does like general contracting works. Cause I've like, uh, I've just finished watching a TV show about superpowers called Which one? Extraordinary. Extraordinary. I started oh, yeah. watching it yesterday. And I found it quite good. The the premise is everybody just gets a superpower or most people get a superpower mm. around about after they turn 18 but you don't really know what it is mm. and some of them are obviously more useful than others um and some of them can be quite obscure mm. so being a really is lord yes that is brilliant isn't it mm. <laughs> yeah he's he's Daddy. he is my favorite character yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Starts watching yesterday. I, I thought it was very good. Mm. Yeah. Looking forward to the rest. Mm. I still need to finish watching the um, the old Channel Four show about superpowers, uh, Misfits. Misfits. It? Jesus, that, uh, didn't that I've, finish in like 2012 or something? Yeah, but I started watching yeah. it. I, I also haven't finished watching yeah. it. I really liked the first series, and I quite liked the second, and I think I just didn't quite get to the end it sort of got i don't know it got to the point where i just thought yeah i've, I've got it i don't need to watch any more of this complicated, i get it complicated didn't it and yeah and the, they changed the all the characters around to do something yeah, better like, no, it was better yeah and it is it was, one of those interesting shows where you look at a bunch of them and you're like oh that's where they started mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I enjoyed it but i wouldn't yeah, not that bothered. I just finished watching Southland again, which is the best cop show I've ever seen. 
And uh, I'd forgotten how unsatisfying it is at the end of Series 5 because they obviously expected to get another season and leave it on a massive cliffhanger. And then they just <laughs> cancelled it. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, that's a really great series. Um, if you would like the DVDs of it, um, then Chris's dad, uh, Christian from Scotland, sorry, uh, his dad has them and he hasn't watched it. You could probably just go around to his house and take them. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a DVD player, but sure. Yeah, it needed to see. So I think that's why he hasn't watched them. Yeah, that's a good reason. Makes sense. Or you could watch it on freebie. That's, that's also viable. Yeah, nice, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, apart from that, I don't think I've really been doing anything this, uh, this week. Just uh, having the adrenaline shits. Um, and, yeah, generally chilling, being a cool guy. Do you know what, do you, know what you need? Um, nice, cool glass of refreshing dragon soup. I could have dragon soup before the interview tomorrow. The one tomorrow is the one that I'm most <laughs> that I'm most interested in the job. So mm. if I had some dragon soup before I went to that. That would be absolutely on form. Yep. Would uh, you like to? Midway. Would you like to practice? Um, in a way that would be helpful to me, or in a way that would be uh, entertaining for the listeners. Well, why can't it be both? Oh, uh, because of reality and um but, but surely we you know it would it would our, our our promise to um educate and inform and entertain educate inform and entertain well we've yeah. never promised any of those things well I would, let's promise it now no that's a, it seems like a slippery slope let's do it what, what's what's this what's this company do you don't have to say what the company is but what does it do um they I don't really know. So that's one of the first things I'm going to do tomorrow is actually look at their website properly and figure out what they do. Something to do with okay. construction and sustainability scores, and they can Ooh. give businesses a sustainability score. That is somehow a business. I don't, yeah. Like I say, I need to do so quite a bit of research. You, Are you sure it's a business and not a pyramid scheme? Um, well, if it's a pyramid scheme, then they're offering to pay me quite a lot of money. So I'm um, because yeah, you're, you're, you're in there early, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So they will yeah, pay yeah, you a lot of yeah. money, but you it, you will have to put in some some seed money to start with. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, which is totally fair enough, totally legitimate, uh, absolutely fair yeah. enough, yeah. And, um, and that so will give are, you a lower sustainability score or a higher sustainability <laughs> score. Yes, um, which puts you in a different different part. Of the the pyramid, presumably. Yes, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's partly what I want to talk to you three about tonight. Is um, <laughs> after I get in, there's going to be good opportunities for the, for the three of you to come in as well. Mm. Um, and if you want me to sort of take your seed money now, I, I could add that to mine. We could put it all all together, and then I can like get you in in the, the in a, the ground floor is that a thing? Probably. Yeah. So, why are you most interested in the job tomorrow? If you don't know anything about it, is it because uh, it, it pays the most? Um. No, actually it pays the same as the others. But it's a so it's a startup, but a startup that's been going for about four years. 
So it's a startup that hasn't failed in the first two years, which most of them do. Mm. Uh, but because it's a startup and it's growing, then I like I would like to work for a smaller company that is growing than a massive one that is just stagnating, where I will just stay until I die. Hmm. Welcome to the NHS. Well, yes, precisely. I would not do particularly well in a in that sort of environment because I would I would just very quickly resent them. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so um, say we're at your interview panel. Yes. Uh, we go bing bong. <laughs> that's how interviews start on the internet. Yeah, bing that's bong. how they started today. Yep. We'll say uh, hello, hello, Mister Cat. You're interviewing for our wonderful uh, company called uh, Sustainably Trio. Um, is that called that? Uh, you said you wouldn't say the name of the company. First, first question is um, how sustainable do you think the three of us are? Um, well, I would say the gentleman with the fish on the wall looks very sustainable because it look because he's been wearing that jumper every day so far this year. <laughs> um, so he's not using up lots of elect- lots of electricity wastefully on cleaning his clothes, and I like that. Uh, I would give him a sustainability a sustainability score of sixty three. Mm-hmm. Um, now the gentleman in the top left with his hood up, I can tell that he isn't using his heating. Um, so again, very good sustainability score. I'd give him a sustainability score of yellow. And uh, the gentleman at the bottom, um, he does not look particularly sustainable. Um, it looks to me like his lifestyle is full of just single-use plastics and just burning oil in barrels outside his house because he likes the smell of the burnt oil. So I would yeah. give him a sustainability score of minus uh, L. Okay. Powerful. Mm. That's what good. The second part of our company is obviously. No. What punishments would you choose to visit on the gentleman in the bottom left corner of the um, of the grid for his poor sustainability? Oh uh, well, that that does link into my question. Um, okay. But we perhaps wouldn't call it punishment because uh, we want gentlemen like myself to um, pay for the privilege. Um, how mm. would you suggest? we go about making me more sustainable um i mean burning the big barrels of oil i think for a start is not a great uh, hobby to have um maybe we could give him things that are slightly less polluting to burn maybe barrels of um other flammable liquid paraffin i don't know what would, what would be better than oil plastic waste Bring, Plastic waste, yes. So he could, I could he burn could all burn, my plastic. Burn his plastic, yeah. Then he yeah. can't get uh, caught in the gills of fish. Unless he was burning fish at the same time, which I wouldn't put past him. Yeah. Um, Good. And otherwise, I, I think he could turn his heating off and um, and wear nothing but the same jumper, just like my other two uh, yeah. people on, on this panel. I'm playing, to the, I'm playing to the judges here. Okay. Um, I, I see on your application that uh, you know about uh, computers. Um, mm. Oh, I, I think I've sent you the wrong CV. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, what well, is uh, your... Well, Chris, Chris here is our, uh, is our team's champion, so uh, he'll, be our, he'll be interviewing <laughs> your technical knowledge. What is your favourite thing about computers? 
okay, uh, this is, I'd like this to be off the record, please. Um, I don't want you telling too many people, but it turns out that you can connect your computer to the internet and the internet has got pornography on it. You can oh, see pictures yes. of Excellent. ladies with their boobs out. That was the answer Fantastic. we were looking for. And I, <laughs> you can? Why are we doing recording your podcast? Yeah. He's not going to have to burn any more jazz mags in that oil drum. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still here at my end and moving around. It's it's the three of you that have all, all frozen still. Oh, no, we, we, you haven't frozen for us. No, you you just oh, went yeah, quiet. Well, what, what can you see then? <laughs> you? You have ten fingers? Yeah. Is that just a uh, look? You can see what my hands are doing. Chris, are you trying hmm. to download many boobies? Look, look, no hands. But fingers? He's well, they're, they're on my hands. Type in boobies on, the, on Google. <laughs> um... I don't have any more questions for you. I think you've done very well at this interview. Thank you. Yeah, I'd probably hire you. Okay. I would like £150,000 a year. Uh, Is that no. what they're offering? No. <laughs> they're offering quite considerably less than that. Right. Understandably. But, you, know, you need to you start your negotiating off. position from a, from a high high bar, don't you? And then, they mm. can, then they can negotiate me down to, I don't know, 14, 15 grand, something like that. Do you know what uh, minimum wage is in a year these days? Uh, I'm sure Um, we had this conversation because... Did we have it on on the record? uh, I I can't remember, but it's... Absolutely balmy. It's like £19,000. Yeah, well, it's what? It's nine... Is it 960 or something, the minimum wage now? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so this is about eighteen and a half k. Yeah, loads full time. Uh, but then I think what's happened here is what's happened to the generations before us is you've been bamboozled by inflation, and you well, think yes. that 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 could get you lots of things. Yeah, because it's like, you, well, you obviously, because when I <laughs> when I started work, Chris, I was only earning like fourteen k, so they earn yeah. more than I am. Ago, I was doing a minimum wage job; it worked out like ten thousand pounds a year. They get double yes. that. They got twice as much money yeah. as I have. It's like, it's like <laughs> less than five thousand freddos a year. Well, yes. I mean, oh, if you're going to put yeah. things in absolute terms, then it's going to seem insane. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. See that that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Is well, what they more should money, do is just buy, worth, buy cheaper stuff. Worth less. Yeah, but you just buy cheaper stuff, don't you? And then, then you've got more money to spend. Mm. And then you wouldn't have to use food banks just by budgeting properly. And everything's fine. I don't know what the, uh, no, the best way to budget properly. Are you sure you're... one of those jobs you're applying for isn't deputy chairman of the Conservative Party? Well, one of them is a defence company, so I need to make sure I'm uh, spouting all the right kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, they're going to like. That sort of fizzled out, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to do more exciting things between now and next week. Hey, maybe we could set you uh, some challenges. I feel I have completed the major challenge on this podcast to the approval of a live audience, and it's one of your turns to do a challenge. Not necessarily that challenge, obviously, but. Now, hang on. Some we other. don't know that we don't know that there was any approval. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, do we? Listeners fed back. What? Are, oh, I right. think we're talking so, about the same thing. What are you talking about, Daniel? Project Sexy Times? List of feedback? People approved that I'd done it. They acknowledged it. They, they gave him okay. a boy. Exactly. That's quite low. That's quite a low bar. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What have you met me? All good points. Okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Yeah. Like if someone's doing an epic quest on the podcast um, in the future, I've done mine. Um, it's your turn. Yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> what two years, three years ago, two and a half years ago. You know, Ooh, you can't yeah, just keep one. you can't keep dining off uh, past glory. Surpass me. Well, I can't surpass you with that. I'll get well, in trouble. Exactly for something else. Okay. So what's better than uh, sexing with a lady? Sexing with I a mean, man. Very little. You're gonna have to find something. Okay. Um, would, could you sing us a little song, a... Daniel? That would be nice. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Could you um, sing a song about Project Sexy Time in uh, the song that you would <laughs> yeah. sing it at, at your choir? Only in very, very, very allegorical terms. Okay. Uh, maybe we could set a, a challenge that whichever of us does it first, they're the winner. Yeah, that'd be good. So, um, get a job. That's a new job. A new job. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Well, well I mean, does that count? Yeah, I was going to say that. That seems a little unfair because. It, either I no. would likely win hey. it, or it's essentially impossible for me to win it unless I just immediately quit and well, try and get yeah. anyone. We could fuck up. Uh, also, well, I would say that on a technicality, you wouldn't be getting a new job. Mm. Well, yeah, that is also true. Yeah, so I, I think you've you've excluded yourself from this. Okay. Um. But I mean, I guess I'd have to withdraw. From these three job application processes, otherwise it wouldn't be a fair. I, I yeah. can't. I can't have no, that head start on on you guys. I've I've already had two first interviews. That that is. When did you when did you advantage. start? When did you start? Uh, when did you first apply? Uh, November, but just sort of every now and then, if I saw one, I would sort of fire off a bad CV, and it was after Christmas that I made my CV good and started doing it properly. It's weird that that suddenly you've got this flurry of interviews, isn't it? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, these... it's it's there's, there's there's always a hiring period. Like right after Christmas is usually great, and there's a little bit after January when everyone's still on holiday, so nothing happens. And then there's a flurry of activity at like the start of February because they're trying to get people in before the end of financial year, and then it goes quiet towards the end of March because end of the financial year, and then it starts to pick up again after April. Okay, um, so so you get this kind of weird. I... I think the rest of us I think the rest of us need like a like a staggered start. So I think you say you started looking at say January the 1st mm-hmm. but we all get like 6 weeks extra time. So that's when you started seriously looking okay. for a new job. If Graham got a new job in a week's time. Oh, so you're saying it doesn't have to be like in in absolute terms first, just fastest. Fastest, okay, so yeah. But, yeah, but are from... we, we our starting point is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does, does that seem fair? Or we can. St- I mean, we can, I, I uh, guess we the... can have a different starting point, I suppose, when we decide that we we want a new job. Yeah, I would say the the biggest 
concern, not concern, but the biggest question would be, do any of you want a new job? Because if you don't, Probably then in. it would... Well, just not to right winner. now, because I've just, just like, been through that. I would have done if they had... I mean, this could still fall through, in which case, like, if they do manage to fuck it up, then I'm right out of there and I'll go and find myself something else. But So my my preferred number of jobs is zero. Oh, yeah. um, we know. But for taking into practical considerations like money, my kind of optimum number of jobs is is one. I wouldn't want to risk fancy having a, a second by mistake. Yeah, they that wouldn't would be like to sort of have a nice cream van as a side side hustle. Then when would I? But but then be all those sad days when I was at work and the ice cream Thinking van. Was, your ice cream van. Yeah, sitting on the driveway. Mm. I but, but you could employ somebody to run it for you, um, and then just take the profits. I could do. A bite to let um, ice cream van business. Well, how mm. much ice cream van costs? Can't be that much money, can it? Oh, I would hazard a guess that it is probably £7,000. I think probably my budget would need to be 20000 I think, to set one up. Because it's like a van, but then it's also got all the freezy things inside. Mm. The fridge and the, oh, freezer, yeah, the freezer. Yeah. I would assume the they'd come with a van, wouldn't they? Do you think, do you think Yeah, but I think that would cost more than, than just a basic van. Oh, I see, right. Yeah. Mm. I suppose the problem is if you wanted to employ somebody to run the van for you when you're at your actual job, you'd have to pay them £20,000 a year, which is... <laughs> yeah. yeah to drive the ice cream van to work, park it wherever you're going, and flog ice creams to your... Um, Just nip out. Do you oh, call it out when someone starts fuming. That would be... Everybody would love that, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Here's, so here's an idea to save on costs. Um, rather than ice cream van, um, ice cream... 206. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Work. I think you might. I suppose it depends if you get convicted of the sending stuff to little boys, running an ice cream van might be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, might, there's a few logistical problems. Like the, the ice cream, the ice cream music is going to have to be the album Offspring. Uh, no, Americana by Offspring, because that's what's stuck yeah. in the CD player. Because it got too warm and it got stuck inside. It sort of fused um, with the... Uh... Yeah. So I could probably just choose one track from that on repeat. So it's going to be quite quite yeah. angsty, um, doom-laden oh, music for ice cream, isn't it? I think really like um, to hear Offspring songs rendered on ice cream van bells. I think that'd be well, awesome. Well, you, my friends, need to look up uh, the Rockabye Baby lullaby CDs. Because they do just that, oh, yeah. not quite uh, ice cream van, but they sort of you know, they'll play like Green Day on a Glockenspiel. Oh, nice. Okay, no, I do need to, need to look both my children listen to when they went to sleep when they were young. Mm. Um, but yes, I, I think why don't you get a job? Would be it's sort of nice and upbeat, and it's got the steel drums in it. That yeah, says yeah. to me, yeah. who wants an ice cream? That's that fair. Go well. Well, what I could do is I could could just dip the music when it says job and just shout ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. 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 Or I mean, I all good ideas. Ah, um, I could just, so I don't get bored, because I think that would be one of the worst things about just listening to the same music all the time, is that 
I let the album play all the way through, but in very specific areas so that like I'm always playing the same song in the same area. So people associate it with ice creams, but then I changed the lyrics to be ice cream related and yeah. So kind of weird. So for example, Yankovic. pretty fly for an ice cream. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, staring at the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And when somebody this is a very specific niche niche game we're playing now, I like it. Yeah. Uh, ice cream Mikana. I can't remember any of the other uh, the uh, names of any the, of the other tracks. The ice creams aren't all right. Oh yes, I wouldn't yes. want to be playing That's that. That's the main now, one, isn't it? The ice creams aren't all right. Yeah, that that yeah. would indicate maybe yeah, you've got a bad on. hygiene rating. <laughs> Um, Maybe the ice creams are all right. I could, I could even change it that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, not quite sure how you work Walla Walla into an ice cream related title. No. Uh, we're going to end up in Pun Street again, aren't we? And we're not good at it. <laughs> but I mean, um, just thinking about. I mean, there's the obviously. Lyric. Why don't you get an ice cream? Why, how yeah, can yeah. one little street swallow so many calippos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then a and then the the street would see that as a challenge. Like, well, let's have loads of calippos then, because we're yeah, the calippo yeah. street. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's also another logistical problem is that I don't have any freezing facilities in my two hundred six, so it's not going to be so much ice creams, more just like puddles of sugar water. Well, you can get okay. a um, you can get one of those cool boxes fairly cheaply. Just one of the styrofoam ones that. Are- well, like you just get uh, the you just you just exclusively deal in ice pops, and then yeah. they're already in a sealed plastic bag yeah. anyway. So, or you you could park up in little car park, and then when if anybody wants ice cream, test, I just say one moment, please, and sneak out the back of the two little and get it, because <laughs> then you could be selling out. the multi pack ones, and you could pocket the profit. That that's a good. Yeah. As long as you like scribble out the bit that says "not for resale" on the. Uh, that's not just, just scribble out the bit that says "not." Just says the, and then yeah. it just reads "for resale." A resale, yeah. They they can't. They've got you've got them coming and going. Then, um, yeah. I mean, or if you're worried about cooling, um, you could go with the opposite of an ice cream van, which, as everybody knows, is a kebab van. Um, right. And then you just have to keep stuff hot, which is easy because you have a nice yeah. hot engine. Yeah. I thought mm. what you're going to suggest is is to overcome the issue with with cooling. Is is only do this in the winter. I'll yeah, just keep the ice creams out, outside, yeah. Just outside yeah, in the ice. It would have to be yeah. below zero. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, as a business model, I think if you took that to the bank, they might have some reservations. It limits um, you a bit. Yeah, but you could just lie to the bank. I think that would help you. Yes, yes. That I mean, is... I have I have certainly heard some very optimistic ice cream vans at various points of the year. Yeah. But I feel like operating exclusively in winter... Is, There'd be no competition. Well, I mean, every business needs a unique selling point, don't they? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. What Alan Sugar keeps saying. I, I think people would just just be amazed as well. I think they the the novelty factor, the curiosity, the rumours. There's this there's this guy in a two oh six that. Yeah, you see, just, I think the rumours might, might be negative songs, here. There's a, there's a man there's his own a lyrics man. about ice creams and only sells ice creams like there's two a man, days man, there's a man that, little boys. There's a man that drives around in a in a in a two oh six offering ice creams to children. 
Yeah. Offering to sell ice creams to children, you're not going to give them. Yeah, them. okay, that's be, true. That'd be bonkers. Yeah, I think that makes it less problematic, doesn't it, that you're selling the ice creams? Rupert yeah, Grint bought so, an ice cream van, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Uh, well, he made all this money from, in. from Harry Potter. No, he bought he bought an ice cream van and then just, really? just went around giving ice creams away because um, his childhood had been really weird being in a movie like that. Okay. Well, I mean, good for him, I suppose. I worry that's a precursor to Savile behaviour. It seems a little unfair, but I mean, we can't. You know, I don't think he ever operated an ice cream van. I think he. I think he just had. He didn't. He didn't need the money, but he just really loved the idea of having an ice cream van. Mm. Which, to be fair, don't you know? Don't we? Don't we all love that? Well, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe you okay. can combine the two business plans: ice cream van by day, kebab van by night. Mm. Mm. I mean, kebab two hundred six. Sorry, yes, yeah, kebab two hundred six by day, kebab two hundred six. Presumably, by night. the way that I could make that work is I could just park outside the kebab house in Bridport. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, just, um, just nipping and get one, <laughs> and just say, "Just one moment, please," and slide across, get out the the door. Yeah. Okay. What if somebody could order? a kebab via some kind of app and then you would go to the kebab shop and get it for them and then take it to their house and give it to them mm. in return Maybe for, for a like, very, very small amount of money. Like yeah. a private shopper? Yes. Like a, a tiny delivery fee that in no way compensates you for your time or costs. Yeah, it almost certainly wouldn't cover the petrol. It would get me out of the house though, wouldn't it? It would, yep. I think yeah. it would be important for you to be considered an independent contractor rather than an employee. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's that's what you want anyway, isn't it, really? That fits yeah, in freedom. Lifestyle. Yes, exactly. It gives you the freedom to run your own business. Yeah. Mm. Chris is now like looking up, hmm, how easily can I do this? Do you think you could... Um, I don't think Dorset really has the internet infrastructure to enable this kind of business model. No. Oh, Imagine ordering door an, an door. Uber and Chris turning up in his 206. You'd just, you'd just tell furious. him to go away, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd, you'd absolutely. What I could do is I could go door to door in the day mm. and collect little handwritten notes of orders of what what kebabs and or ice people cream want people would like. Right. And then I could go and buy them in, in bulk and then I could then deliver them in the evening. Yeah, it could stop you. Mm. Maybe that's too quick, though. Maybe it should be like postal order kebabs. Uh, People could send me a. It would a be letter. essential. It had a Bridport post post postmark uh, <laughs> on it. Yeah, that's how I'd screen out the the troublemakers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. So we've I essentially my, my Alexa has just just said something from the kitchen. It was quite spooky. <laughs> Okay. You've just ordered a lot of kebabs to your house. <laughs> a load of kebabs are going to turn up in a few minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit worried now. Hmm. Well, well, it's going to be one of three things, right? You're going to get some kebabs, some calippos, or a Peugeot 206. Or a new job. Maybe you're going to get yeah, a job for Amazon. Maybe. Maybe they've heard <laughs> you talking and they say, we like the cut of this guy's jib. Do you want to come work for us? Maybe the offspring are just going to arrive thinking this is an Airbnb. <laughs> Could be, yeah. There's a new idea. Like the opposite of a, an Airbnb where you 
you kind of you pay didn't money rock up to run. and somebody just arrives at your house. <laughs> and like, stays for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hmm. It could be it could, not not just not just the offspring. It could be anyone. Well, and that's an important clarification. Um, could it be bowling for soup? Could it be bowling for dragon soup? Could it be some forty-one? Is there a third band that has numbers like that? Some forty-one, Blink one eight two, Sham sixty-nine, um, of course. But but yes. I'm thinking of a different. There's different a different band called SR seventy one, which is also the name of a submarine. Right. Um level forty two. You be forty. Um oh, yeah. there must be more than that. U two, the original letter number combo. And four tops. Mm-hmm. That sort of breaks the Jackson five. Jackson Five. They're not kind of not that. quite so good. Those ones, are they? If you're gonna, yeah. If you're gonna have that, then you have to let in Ben Folds Five and um, Dave Matthews Band. Why the Dave Matthews Band? That's not same a number. Thing, yeah, number Matthew. <laughs> yeah, just, just same thing though. Um, ZZ Top. No, those are, those are letters. Yeah. Well, they could be numbers in code. They sort of look like twos, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, because the nest looks like a five. I just have to remember which way around numbers and letters went. <laughs> that might be the, the signal I need to go to bed. I think I've used up all the mental say, energy. I'm getting tired now. Yeah, well, you've got, to, you've got to rest up for your interviews. Yeah, oh God, not another one. I'm done with this. I'm just going to go in and be um, very belligerent. I think that's <laughs> that's my strategy. That's what they like. You, and then you can mm-hmm. write a series of LinkedIn posts about how being very belligerent in interviews is mm. a winning way to get jobs. Yeah, and there's no way anyone could prove otherwise. Start a trend. Mm-hmm. Oh. It'd be no less mad than the kind of bullshit you get on LinkedIn normally. Oh, yeah, it is. Sort of nonsense you get on there, yeah. Are you going to be getting up at 4 a.m. and having a cold shower before your interview? Uh, I might have a wank. Seems smart. Nice. <laughs> Less, less of the uh, you know millionaire grind set LinkedIn uh, profile, and more no, just that, that's just the unwritten thing, isn't it? They, they all, that's what they mean. Cold shower, wank. Guarantee that if they're ever um, anyone ever recommends anything, anything like that, they mean have a wank. Like that Wim Hof guy who jumps into like frozen lakes, he just means have a wank outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I think you've cracked the code. I have, yeah. Cracked one off. Well, good luck on your interview. Yeah, I don't need it. I'm excellent. Um, I am willing to offer you a job as a 206 driver slash ice cream entrepreneur. That sounds like a lot of pressure. Could I just be your mate and just sit in the car with you when you go around? Um. Only if you only if you shout ice cream at anybody uh, that you okay. see in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> really aggressively. No, no, why don't you get ice cream? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. I mean whoever's editing this has got to cut in why don't you get a job and shout ice cream? <laughs> that, that's uh, also probably cut out about half an hour. Oh yeah, loads of it, yeah. Ice cream.